This is MRN Classic Races, presented by Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR, and also brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Welcome to California Speedway. We're here to cover the IROC race for you this afternoon. As we said, there are 12 drivers sitting down on pit road. The machines lined up out there. We're waiting for a couple of those drivers still to come in from Portland, Oregon, where they've been getting ready for the CART PPG race up there this weekend. Why don't we go trackside right now and meet some of the drivers that are standing by, ready to go here this afternoon. First, let's go down to Jim Phillips in Newport, and Tennessee. All right, I'm going to talk to Jeff Gordon here. Jeff, uh, it, it's IROC again. It's round number three at uh, a brand-new racetrack. First comparison between these cars, the way they handle and your Winston Cup car. Well, there's definitely a little bit of difference. Of course, there's a pretty big uh, horsepower difference also. Uh, you know, these things got, have the 390 carburetor, so, uh, you know, they're nice and equal among the rest of the competition, but as far as a Winston Cup car, it's it's quite a bit different. You're carrying a lot more speed in the Cup car down the corner, and, uh, you know, we get to, to adjust our cars to, to the way I like to drive it and the way maybe Terry Labonte or Mark Martin or somebody else likes to drive their car, so uh, the difference is that these cars are all set up uh, the way like one or two guys like to drive them and we've got to adjust around them. and that's what makes this series so unique and uh, you know really a challenge and uh, I enjoy that. Is there pressure to win in this series because of all these uh, great drivers in it? Well you know I, w I would like to win an IROC race uh, I think you know it's one of the most competitive series out there you got 12 of the best drivers uh, and, and yeah it's very prestigious and and I think uh, you know it's an honor to be able to race with them but it's even an even bigger honor if you can win one of these races what kind of race do you think we're gonna see on this track Oh, I think you're gonna see a you know a typical uh, IROC race you're gonna see real tight real close racing um, you know probably see some three wide like you do at Michigan uh, it's it's going to be a little tough to pass, I think, early on. But as the race goes on, I think you're going to see some guys that, that can advance from the back to the front. Um, you know, I think this is a uh, right now a track with uh, where, where we're going to have to be conservative on our tires and, and really uh, try to conserve them as much as we can for the end of the race. Do you think you still have a shot at the championship? Well, I don't know. Mark and Al Jr. are out there pretty far. Uh, we're sitting there in fourth, and, you know, you just give it everything you got, try to lead laps, try to try to win a race, get the most points that you can, and uh, see where you end up. Uh, we only got two, two events left here in, uh, I believe, Michigan, and uh, we'll see what we got. That's Jeff Gordon. Give a little background on IROC, the International Race of Champions, as it's known, the true value Firebird cars are what they use. IROC started back in October 1973 at Riverside Raceway here in California. The late Mark Donahue led from the start to finish in that first race up at Riverside. At that time, the series used Porsche Carrera cars, and later they switched over to different brands of American-made cars, and that's where the series is today. The IROC cars ran Riverside 16 times. Only Michigan has run more IROC races. 22 times they have competed at the Michigan Speedway. I think we're going to see a really good race here this afternoon. Everybody really likes the new California Speedway. They're talking about working rubber in and the corners like we do at any racetrack we go to to make the groove get too wide where they can race too wide and the cars really stick. The practice sessions they have had here today, the earlier races for the Winston West Series here have put down an awful lot of rubber in both ends of this racetrack, so I think we're going to see some very good competition here. We'll go back trackside in a moment and hear from some more drivers from the California Speedway. This is MRN Radio. 
From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Bubba Wallace bringing the legendary penny colors up the back straight away. Bubba Wallace here. You know winning doesn't just happen overnight. To finish first, everything needs to come together to create the perfect combination. STP understands that. Using advanced formula, STP Ultra 5-in-1 Fuel System Cleaner every 4,000 miles destroys harmful deposits to help restore gas mileage. A winning combination to help restore peak performance in any gasoline vehicle. STP. Science. Technology. Performance. Restore your vehicle's lost power by cleaning your entire fuel system with Chevron Tecron Fuel System Cleaner. Right now, buy one bottle, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Keep your engine clean and improve performance with Chevron Tecron Fuel System Cleaner. Buy one, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, let's go back down to the garage area. Well, Darrell Walter, Darrell, uh, first of all, I saw you were watching the truck race. Uh, how about has Earnhardt got his truck, got your truck down? I don't know. I'm, I'm a little nervous here. The Hornaday looks pretty stout. I think, I don't know. Something's going on. He's leading this race, set on pole. Earnhardt's sitting over there, kind of smiling. Hey, there's something up. <laughs> well, you got a good starting spot in this race. So, how about your chances for this IROC race? I uh, just don't necessarily like starting on the outside, but other than that, it's not too bad. Maybe I can get down there first and it won't make any difference. A little comparison on, on a Western Cup ride around this racetrack and an IROC car. Well, you can run a good, a good deal different line with an IROC car. You can really make a late entry into the corner, which carries you a little more speed through the turn. These cars, the IROC cars, aren't quite as fast on the straightaway. They're about 20, 30 mile an hour slower at the end of the straightaway than a Winston Cup car is. So you can uh, use up a little bit more of the racetrack and keep the car running a little bit freer. Now that's the preferred line. The problem is, is when people are in your way, then you got to run another line or you know run over them. So uh, it'll be exciting here on the start. But after that, I think it'll sort itself out and everything will be fine. Well, do you have to conserve? I've heard that drivers say you're going to have to conserve a little bit because it's 50 laps. Yeah, it's 50 laps, and I believe it. Uh, you know, it could be hard on your right front tar if you wasn't real careful. <laughs> All right, we'll walk over here and talk to Dale Earnhardt. How about your chances, Dave? You've won two, two championships going for three, and it could be a third championship for you in this IROC series. Oh, were you talking about IROC? I, I thought you were talking about truck <laughs> racing. Uh, I, yeah, we, we were in fifth, point, point, you know, as far as points, but uh, I don't know. These guys are pretty competitive. It's, it's a good racetrack, though. We'll, you know, I think we've got a shot at them. Got a good race car, they say. <laughs> How about Michigan? Um, this track, Michigan. You race? Uh, can you race here like you do at Michigan? Well, you can. I think if you get the groove widened up, and it's widened up some, it's really not coming as good as they'd like to. But uh, we'll see. It's going to be good racing. What does it mean? I mean, you've won a lot of these races, a lot of championships this series. What does it mean to win an IROC? Well, it sort of says something for you know beating the guys and you know from different sport, different uh, kinds of auto racing, and uh, uh, you know. I enjoy racing the series. It's a good series, so look forward to it. Have some of these other drivers, uh, I know Jimmy Vassar had a great run at Charlotte. Have they come up long better than used to in this series, some of the other series drivers? 
Yeah, I think the cars are more adaptable. They're driver, more drivable than uh, than most are, and uh, you know it's it's uh, easy to adapt to them. And the racetracks are running; it's it's easy to to race at them. So yeah, the guys are doing a good job with them. Two-time champ Dale Earnhardt. Dale has uh, reportedly been feeling uh, quite a bit under the weather during the week this week. Uh, not 100%. Uh, hoping to kind of shake that off uh, for this afternoon's race and tomorrow when we get the California 500 by Napa underway. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. You're smart, got your own trucking business, making it happen. What if I told you there is a place online where you could connect with other smart owner operators just like you? It's an online community called Team Run Smart, where people share advice on truck maintenance, fuel savings, healthy habits on the road, and so much more, all to make your business more profitable. And it's all free. Visit TeamRunSmart.com today to check it out. You'll be glad you did. TeamRunSmart.com, brought to you by Freightliner Trucks. Welcome back to the California Speedway, getting set for the start of the True Value IROC Series here this afternoon, the third race in the series with one more to go, and that one will be run at Michigan Speedway a little bit later. The drivers now have completed their practice laps, as Alan Bestwick told you a moment ago, the three drivers who were up at Portland, Oregon a little bit earlier, qualifying for the CART PPG race up there. And right now they have completed those laps, have gone back down on pit road, and we'll have a quick meeting, and then very shortly everybody will be aboard and we'll be ready to get underway. Now the drivers down trackside along pit road of the California Speedway alongside their Pontiac Firebird machines. And so for the benefit of those here in the grandstands, let us introduce the starting lineup for round three of the 1997 True Value Firebird International Race of Champions Series. Starting in the 12th position as the field is lined up in reverse order of their current championship standings for the IROC Series is Mark Martin from Batesville, Arkansas, driving the number one dark blue machine. Mark, winner of three of the last four IROC races and is the defending IROC champion, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Martin. The 11th starter, currently second in the International Race of Champions Series, driving the number two machine. He's the 86 and 88 IROC champion. He won the Daytona race to open the 1997 IROC Series from Albuquerque, New Mexico, Al Unser, Jr. The 10th starter today is substituting for Robbie Gordon, the current third place driver in the True Value Firebird IROC series who was uh, banged up a bit in a practice crash in his NASCAR Winston Cup Series machine here yesterday. He's driving the number three silver machine, making his first start in the IROC series from Corpus Christi, Texas, Bobby Labonte. Starting in ninth place, driving the green machine with number four on the side, the 1995 NASCAR Winston Cup Series champion and winner of six races already this season, the current point leader for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series from Pittsburgh, Indiana, Jeff Gordon. The eighth starter is a seven-time NASCAR Winston Cup Series champion, the 1990 and 1995 IROC Series champion, driving the yellow car numbered five from Kannapolis, North Carolina, Dale Earnhardt. Starting in the seventh position, the 1996 CART PPG World Series champion, making his third IROC start, driving the red machine number six, Jimmy Vassar. The sixth starter is the 1996 NASCAR Busch Series champion, driving the lime-colored car number seven. He's from Norwalk, Connecticut, Randy LaJoy. 
Starting in fifth position is the 1996 NASCAR Winston Cup Series champion driving the bright orange machine was one of three drivers in the field who participated the last time the IROC Series raced in Southern California in June 1988 over at Riverside. From Corpus Christi, Texas, Terry Labonte. Starting fourth, a three-time SCCA Trans Am Series champion who has won all five Trans Am races held in the 1997 season, driving the light blue car number nine from La Cañada, California, Tom Kendall. The third starter is from Hickory, North Carolina. He's a two-time Daytona 500 winner and a two-time NASCAR Winston Cup Series winner already in 1997. Driving the cream-colored car number 10 is Dale Jarrett. On the outside of the front row is a three-time NASCAR Winston Cup Series champion celebrating his silver anniversary tour in 1997. He's driving today the rose-colored Firebird numbered 11 from Franklin, Tennessee, Darrell Waltrip. And on the pole, in the car, colored Hugger Orange carries the number 12 today. He's the 1996 Kart Rookie of the Year and the winner of the 1996 Long Beach Grand Prix, Alex Zanardi. And there is the field of 12 drivers for today's True Value Firebird IROC Series race, the third of four events in the 1997 season. Drivers loading aboard their machines now. They'll be getting fired up momentarily. Couple of pace laps, and then they'll turn them loose for the 100-mile distance today. Really hard to pick a winner here this afternoon, or a favorite, I should say, uh, because as most of the drivers that we've talked to down on pit road say, this could be anybody's race. Coming to a brand new racetrack, you're, you may be, feel comfortable, even though it's a, a track very similar to Michigan. But they talked about the different lines. Everybody has been picking and choosing where is the best way to get around the speedway, and we'll find out who has made the best choice here very shortly when they get underway. From the California Speedway, this is MRN Radio. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Back at the California Speedway, Motor Racing Network here to bring you the third of four races in the 1997 True Value Firebird IROC Series. The 12 drivers in their identically prepared Pontiac Firebirds sitting along pit road now. Final adjustments being made inside the cockpit. Helmets being buckled on. Gloves uh, put on the hands. The straps uh, buckled down. And then the command to fire the engines will be given. And the drivers will roll out onto the speedway to get this event underway. Magnificent afternoon here in Southern California and a huge crowd here at the racetrack ready for this event to get underway. Been a lot of folks out here since they opened on Thursday just for a round of practice for the Winston Cup card. Had very good crowds uh, both yesterday and today, some 40,000 plus on the first day of practice and a little bit more than that yesterday for the first day of qualifying. Well, the field has just completed one of the two pace laps as they work their way down into turns one and two. Why don't we take a quick swing around this racetrack and meet the gentleman who will be covering the action in the turns. To cover it for uh, this afternoon it is Joe Moore of Hampton, Virginia, down in turns one and two. Barney, we talked so much about how wonderful this racetrack is, what a beautiful facility is. It really is going to be perfect for these IROC machines. It's wide enough to where they can race side by side, probably three wide coming into the turns. You fellas was talking earlier about how the groove has moved up. Well, from our position here, just off turn two, we're 
you're looking down into turns one and two from high atop a billboard. You can see the groove down on the inside of the track, very dark where the rubber is laid down. And since the Winston Cup cars have been on the track earlier this week, the NASCAR Winston West cars earlier today, that groove has moved up more and more. So it's going to provide a lot of hold for the cars, and the 14-degree banking will help as well as they work through this end of the racetrack. We'll follow the action here in turns one and two this afternoon. Field working down the back straightaway now, headed towards turn three. Palmdale, California's Larry Nastin is there for us today. Well, thank you, Alan, and good evening, everyone. A beautiful setting for the IROC teams. They all come out in a beautiful array of color on the racetrack. They'll make a transition from a three-degree bank straightaway into a 14-degree turn in turn three. This is where all the Winston Cup drivers were very concerned about how they're going to get into three and carry the speed to four. The drivers have a lot of ways to come into this corner. Most of them have been up high. A lot of guys have gone down low, and we've had people in the middle. I'll cover all the action for you high atop the billboard in turn three. Pontiac Grand Prix pace car turns left along pit road of the California Speedway. The third round of the True Value Firebird IROC series about set to get underway. Down to the start finish line. Here comes the green flag. Green flag goes in the air and they waste no time in getting down to it. Alex Zanardi gets a good break on the as he takes off into turn number one. He'll pull away single file by six or eight car lengths on the entire field. Darrell Walter running along on the second position falls in behind Alex Zanardi. They're stacked up single file back to about the seventh spot. That is where Dale Earnhardt tries to make a move to the outside of Jeff Gordon. Every bottle settles down now. Single file off turn two. And Zanardi continues to lead single file, but now cars starting to pull out. Terry Labonte dives out. A couple other cars dive out below him, but right now it is Zanardi. Caution is uh, going to be waived. Uh, the start was not the best as far as uh, having the front row aligned as they came across the start finish line. Rather than just not put the green out when several of the cars were bunched tightly together, they have basically waited till the field got around to the back straightaway, put the caution out. They'll double them up and reform the start and go again one more time. When they came to the start, Alex Zanardi got away from Darrell Waltrip on the outside of the front row a pretty good bit. Uh, it's fair uh, to say. Alex was wound out real good by the time they came off turn number four. He had a jump of eight or ten car lengths, and the field did get spread out real quick, so wisely they are deciding to restart this race and line them up for a little cleaner start than that one. So we uh, will have the field now back on one to go again, and they will uh, come back around and well, let's see the green flag next time by doubling back up into their original position. So it'll be Zanardi and Darrell Waltrip in row one. You'll have Dale Jarrett and Tom Kendall in row two. Terry Labonte and Randy LaJoy in the third row. Jimmy Vassar and Dale Earnhardt in row four. Row five will be Jeff Gordon and Bobby Labonte. And then Al Unser Jr. and Mark Martin will be in the back row, the 11th and 12th of the dozen Pontiac Firebirds in this event. All the cars today running on Goodyear tires. All the machines identically prepared by the IROC's uh, mechanics and team that has been here at the racetrack on the speedway since noon Monday when the test drivers made their first laps. Dick Trickle, Jim Sauter, and uh, Dave Marcus spending a considerable amount of time on this racetrack in these cars trying to get them as identically prepared as possible. Jay Signori, the man who heads the preparation of the IROC cars, told the uh, drivers in the drivers meeting earlier that they were very proud of the uh, similarity they had been able to achieve between the cars. He said for the Charlotte race, they had all of the machines within 15 hundredths of a second of each other on the stopwatch. In the practice, he said they were very comparable here today at California, so expected that all of the machines were very evenly matched to go the 50 laps today. They do a great job of getting these cars as equal as possible, and that uh, just kind of shows up in the competition that we've been able to watch over the years. Now the pace car makes the turn to pit road, and this time 12 cars come off turn number four, very tightly bunched. 
They're still looking for the green flag with Alex Zanardi on the front row with Darrell Walter. Finally, they come down to the line. Now the green flag goes in the air and not a bit too soon because they were about to get three wide back in the field as they headed down and Zanardi gets caught in the shuffle this time and he's going to go all the way back to about sixth position while Darrell Walter takes the lead and heads for turn one. Darrell Walter shows the way coming into the corner with Tom Kendall now taking the second position. Those two cars getting several car lengths over the rest of the pack. Kendall now trying to make a move on DW off the second corner, but now snaps back in line, single file. DW continues to lead on the way down the back straightaway. Tommy Kendall running close until behind him. Following them in the lime car is Randy LaJoy, the Bush Series champion. LaJoy looks to the inside, nothing doing there, and everything stays single file going into four. Front four will be nose to tail. One Trouble car spins. Trouble in turn four. Trouble in turn four as the pink car that is being driven, or actually the rose car by We'll check that we can't even see the color from the sun, but one car goes spinning into the wall and the yellow flag comes out. Caution as uh, one car goes around, down in turn number four, up into the outside wall lightly with the back end of the machine and then down into the grass along the inside of the pavement at the exit of turn number four. Now having fired up the machine and coming down along pit road, it is the car of Alex Zanardi, the driver who started on the pole and did not get a very good break when the green flag waved for the second time, fell back into the field. Now he has been uh, scuffed up a little bit. The outside wall up in the middle of turns three and four. Yeah, the car went around in a hurry over there, just going into turn number three, got out against that outside wall. He is now on pit road with a machine, so it was able to drive away. We don't see any sheet metal damage on the right side of the car. Let's see if our pit guys are close enough to take a look at the left side of the car. Well, the front air dam, Barney's got some damage to it, especially to the right side where he came down off the banking. Uh, not a whole lot of damage. Uh, they're taking the tires off on the right side right now. There is some damage to the rear of the machine. As far as uh, the left rear quarter panel, some, some of the fiberglass has uh, been uh, displaced from there underneath the car. They're looking underneath right now to check that out. And this, the uh, back section of his bumper is missing from the Desardi car. They're, look, they're talking to him right now and changing right side tires on his Firebird. So the car not that heavily damaged doesn't appear to be as it just got away from him. If you get out of that groove over there where, that we talked about where the rubber is worked in and get out in the loose stuff, you're going to go take a trip to the wall, and that's exactly what Alex Zanardi did just a moment ago. We are under caution from the California Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Back at the California Speedway, the third race of the True Value Pontiac Firebird IROC Series has not yet officially begun technically because they don't count caution flags in the IROC series so we have not completed a lap of the 50 distance yet now the caution brought out on lap one when Alex Zanardi starting on the pole got around and up into the wall in turn number four he drove his car down to pit road where it has been pushed behind the wall but he is not done for the day let's go to Winston Kelly well he's climbed out of that hugger orange car that he was in that Jim Phillips described the damage to the rear of the car too severe to give him a, a severe disadvantage, and he's climbed in to a purple machine again, identically prepared Pontiac Firebirds and Alex Zanardi getting buckled in by the IROC officials. They are trying to get him put in. Now, he's trying to get adjusted into the seat. They're adjusting the seat just a little bit to try to get it to where it's comfortable for Alex Zanardi, but he will restart, Alan, at the rear of the field. So Alex Zanardi going to the spare car that was sitting out on pit road, waiting just in case such uh, an incident happened in the opening lap. And he is being fitted for that machine now while the rest of the field works its way behind the Pontiac Grand Prix pace car, waiting for the event to start. 
Field uh, coming through turn four now behind the uh, pace car and expecting that they will see the signal one more lap and will go green flag racing when they come down to the start finish line. Zanardi will go to the back. Everybody else will double up the way that they were on the uh, initial break for the event, I believe. We'll check that as they come down to the start finish line, but they should revert back to the last completed lap, which was the original start of the event. And so with the exception of Zanardi being out of the event, it will be Darrell Waltrip on the outside of the front row and then Dale Jarrett who started inside of row two moving up to what will essentially be the pole position. Everybody else on the inside row also moving up a spot and Zernardi tagging in in the rear. Yeah, I was going to put Terry Labonte and Tommy Kendall back in row two as they work their way down into turn number one. Just sitting here looking at these cars, they're so very colorful on the speedway everywhere they run them. But over the years, uh, you've seen many of these IROC races as well as myself at the different tracks they've run all over the country. We've had some great thrills in these cars at uh, just about everywhere they've run. I think the race we saw, what, in Daytona in February when they opened up the season down there was one of the best IROC races we have witnessed in a long, long time. They've had more than their share of thrills and spills at Daytona over the years. I remember many, many years ago when Richard Petty was running in the series and uh, the car got away from him going off turn number two and he skidded across the grass and bounced up on the big berm uh, sandbank back there and everybody thought the car was going to go into Lake Lloyd and uh, Richard said, uh, I don't know if I need to drive these things or not. He said, I'm not real comfortable in them. And I believe that was the last one he ran. <laughs> might, might, was it really? Yes, it was. I believe it was. The, uh, you also remember the last IROC race over at Riverside. Yeah, that was a heck of a show over there. Riverside was a great uh, road course out there. Uh, this series, as we said when we first came on the air, it started there back in October in 1973. I remember that they ran for the first either two or three year, first two or three years, they ran the Porsche Carreras. And a lot of the NASCAR drivers had so much trouble gear shifting through those cars. And, and it was... Uh, the, the guys that, ha that ran the road races then just more or less dominated it. Mark Donahue, I believe, won the first one over there. Right. And the last race over at Riverside, California, happening uh, with uh, about eight years ago, I guess it was, that uh, 1988 that they ran the last IROC race at Riverside. Pace car behind pit road. Here we go now. Green flag is in the air. Dale Jarrett now inside of Darrell Waltrip. Jimmy Vassar at the, excuse me, Alex Zanardi at the back of the line. And on the break, Waltrip and Jarrett will go side by side off into turn one. Jarrett gets a nose out in front, though, coming into turn one. He's got the inside lane. That'll be the favored way to make it through this corner. So Jarrett shows the way. Now DW faces a challenge to the inside of him. Terry Labonte, they're stacked up double wide further back in the pack as they exit turn two. And Darrell Waltrip continues to lead, but now he's got some pressure, or Dale Jarrett's got out in front. He's got some pressure now coming from Darrell Waltrip, and Labonte has dived down to the inside as they go into three. Labonte now moves into spot number two. Wal uh, Jarrett, meanwhile, leads the way. Waltrip on the outside, back in third. Very tightly bunched. They work their way off turn number four, head back down to the start-finish lines, and Artie is about the only car that is losing back a little bit off the lead draft. At the front of the field, it is Dale Jarrett and Terry Labonte, followed by Darrell Waltrip, and moving up in a hurry, as they work their way back down to turn number one into fourth position right now is Randy LaJoy. Randy LaJoy makes a smooth move down to the inside to grab the third position. Here now the challenge for the lead in turn two. Terry Labonte dives to the inside of Dale Jarrett. Dead even off turn two. Side by side they come down the 2,500 foot straightaway here at the California Speedway. And this time 
Terry Labonte has the advantage as they dive into turn three. Right behind him is Randy LaJoy with Jeff Gordon in third. Move Jeff or Dale Jarrett back into spot number four. Jarrett gets shuffled from first back to fourth at the completion of now what would be lap number two. So down to the start-finish line, two laps, two different leaders. Jarrett led lap one. Now it is Terry Labonte out in front. LaJoy running in second spot, single file in line along with Jeff Gordon, then Jarrett in fourth and Earnhardt in fifth. Working their way back into turn one. First side-by-side -side race at the rear of the pack. That's where Alex Zanardi makes a move to the inside, getting by Jimmy Vassar. Up front, Randy LaJoy starting to put some pressure now on the race lead as they exit turn two. And still out in front is Terry Labonte, but Randy LaJoy has applied some pressure as they come down the back straightaway. LaJoy is all over the back of Terry Labonte. Jeff Gordon, they're in a three-car breakaway up front, about four car lengths off is Dale Jarrett. Strong battle back there for fifth place right now. Dale Earnhardt currently has it. Al Unser Jr. has worked his way up through the field in a hurry. He dives underneath Earnhardt as they come down to the line and tries to take away fifth position. Let's follow that race into turn one. It is door-to-door. Dale Earnhardt trying to hold the spot. He's in the outside lane. We'll see now about this side-by-side -side racing into the corner quickly. Al Unser is able to make the move. Mark Martin sees the opening. He goes by as well. Here now comes Bobby Labonte, and now Tommy Kendall tries to get by. Dale Earnhardt off turn two. And Tommy Kendall stays down along the racetrack side-by-side -side with Dale Earnhardt. Meanwhile, out in front, it is still Terry Labonte in control, but Randy LaJoy now less than half a car length off the lead. Dale Earnhardt was fifth before he and Al Unser went side-by-side side off at a turn one, bumped just a little bit. Earnhardt now ninth, and here's a challenge for the lead. Off turn four, heading down for the start-finish line. It is Randy LaJoy, the NASCAR Busch Series champion, with a little drafting help from Jeff Gordon going after Terry Labonte down to one. Terry Labonte has the outside lane. LaJoy's hooked up down low. That's going to prove to be the lane to use, and LaJoy comes by, taking the lead. Right behind him, Jeff Gordon helps to make the push off turn number two. Now Gordon looks for a chance to get by Randy LaJoy. And LaJoy still out in front. Terry Labonte got hung up and dropped back to third. Gordon still runs in spot number two. Now people start to go dive down to the inside. It's Dale Jarrett who makes the move inside. And Alan Jr. right behind him. Trouble in turn two. Alex Zanardi scrubs the outside retaining wall. Piece of sheet metal laying on the racetrack. Zanardi got it straightened out, continued on his way, but the caution is out. It'll be the second time this afternoon that the caution has flown on the IROC race. And as Alan said a little bit earlier, the caution laps do not count in this race. They will run all 50 laps under green flag conditions. Been a difficult day for Alex Zanardi in the early going of today's True Value Firebird IROC race. Starting on the pole, fell back into traffic after a false start. Then when they went on the break, he fell back into the field quickly, got up into the wall in turn number four, came to pit road, got in the spare car, now got up out of the groove down in turns one and two and has flattened out the right side of the uh, purple Firebird uh, machine. Here he comes down pit road now. Looks like the fenders kind of pushed in a little bit on the tires on the right side of the machine. And we are under caution for the first time actually officially in the race once we got a lap in as Alex Zanardi got into the wall in turn number two. From the California Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Bubba Wallace bringing the legendary penny colors up the back straight away. Bubba Wallace here. You know winning doesn't just happen overnight. To finish first, everything needs to come together to create the perfect combination. STP understands that. Using advanced formula, STP Ultra 5-in-1 Fuel System Cleaner every 4,000 miles destroys harmful deposits to help restore gas mileage. A winning combination to help restore peak performance in any gasoline vehicle. STP. Science. Technology. Performance. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. 
Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. They are pushing Alex Zanardi's Pontiac Firebird back behind the wall. He is out of the car now and with our Winston Kelly. Well, very disappointed look on his face, understandably so, talking to some of the IROC officials. Alex, just one of those days, not yours. What happened out there? Well, uh, the first accident, I just uh, ran in turn three and uh, probably something was broken in the rear and I lost the rear and uh, smashed into the wall. The second one was simply my fault. And I mean, this is one of the most embarrassing day of my life. I just smashed two cars in less than five minutes. So I have no words to, to I'm speechless. That's the words from Alex Zanardi, but it takes a very big man in a situation like this to admit that he was partially at fault. The PPG Cart World Series driver, Alex Zanardi, out this afternoon. Had a tough break. We'd like to see him complete the race and uh, stay out there for all 50 laps, but he will become the first casualty here this afternoon. Very likable young man uh, talking to him down there earlier in the week when he was here for uh, some of the practice sessions. I think everybody likes to race against him, and uh, he'll be back. So Alex Zanardi will go out of the round three race of the True Value Firebird IROC series with an accident that came at lap number four. Now, because we don't race back to the caution flag in the IROC series, and the caution flag is immediate on the speedway, and the field reverts to the last completed green flag lap, Terry Labonte has been placed back in front of Randy LaJoy on the racetrack, and Terry will be the leader. Randy did not lead at the stripe when he made the move underneath Terry. He actually completed the pass when they got down to turn number one. Then the caution flag came out when the back of the pack got around to turn number one, so Randy never officially led a lap, and it is Terry Labonte who is back out in front with LaJoy second, Jeff Gordon Gordon third, Dale Jarrett fourth, and Al Unser Jr. fifth. Sixth is Mark Martin. Bobby Labonte subbing for Robbie Gordon is in seventh. Tom Kendall is in eighth. Dale Earnhardt is ninth. Jimmy Vassar is tenth. And then it'll be Darrell Waltrip in the eleventh position with Alex Zanardi showing twelfth and out of the race at this point. Field working their way over into turn number three, getting ready to go back to green flag conditions. Been a good race so far. A lot of guys moving around out there. You and I were looking down in turns one and two a moment ago. A little contact out there. These cars really are stuck to the racetrack. They can, uh, we've seen them get kicked sideways 10 and 15 degrees and still be able to stay in a straight line. So you can do some serious racing with them. A lot of downforce if you're an NASCAR Winston Cup Series fan, a word you've heard kicked around a lot by drivers of the various makes. A lot of downforce in these Pontiac Firebirds, and the drivers really love to sail them off into the corner as far as they can. Pace car on pit road green flag back racing now and immediately Randy LaJoy breaks down to the inside trying to put a block on Jeff Gordon who got the jump on him on the restart Gordon will move to the high side and go after second spot they're three deep for fourth headed to the corner coming into the corner Alan Jr. goes all the way to the bottom of the racetrack getting by LaJoy and Jeff Gordon he'll now pick up the second spot it is Terry Labonte leading the way Alan Jr. in second LaJoy in third they're side by side for fourth and Terry Labonte continues to lead, but now Randy LaJoy trying to get around Allen Sir Jr. Allen Sir Jr. protects his line down low on the racetrack. LaJoy follows him, and right behind him is Jeff Gordon. Also, Mark Martin has moved up his position, and Dale Jarrett's trying to challenge Gordon. 
for the outside in spot five. Dale Jaron having a little trouble getting through turns three and four over there. Now they get three wide again when they come off the corner. That'll be back for about six position as they dive down to the inside of the racetrack. That'll be Bobby Labonte trying to make his way up in the fifth spot, and he'll do it single file back to turn one. Terry Labonte leads the parade back into the corner. The first race is going to be for the sixth spot. That's where Dale Jarrett's trying to get by Jeff Gordon. Those two continue racing side by side off the turn. Al Unser Jr. hoping for some drafting help, hoping to track down the race leader, Terry Labonte. And Ellinger Jr. is getting that drafting help. Now checks out to the inside of the racetrack to try to get around Labonte. That doesn't happen. And Randy LaJoy still stays in third with Mark Martin, Bobby Labonte, and Tommy Kendall going into four. Terry Labonte had a couple of car length breakaway a moment ago. Now it is tightened up where we have a five car lead group. Here they come off turn four and down to the inside. It's Al Unser Jr. going to look for the lead. Mark Martin who came from the back row with Unser Jr. is in third. He is looking to go with Unser under Terry Labonte if they can. Terry's given him plenty of racing room. He's got the outside groove. Al Unser Jr. drops to the inside. He comes by and takes the lead. Mark Martin sees the opening. He takes the second spot and immediately now Martin goes after the lead off turn two. And Martin dives back in line with your leader. And after Martin does that, he goes right back out again. And Martin now is going to go to the front of this IROC race. He's coming into turn three. Right behind him is Al Unser Jr. And Bobby Labonte in the silver Pontiac Firebird is in spot number two. Bobby made a great move going into turn number three. He went down to the bottom of the racetrack. Was not afraid to stack him almost three deep going into the corner. It's paid off for him. It's moved him up all the way into the second position. Mark Martin leads. The scramble now is going to be for third place back there as they get three deep and Terry Labonte may come away in third as they hit turn one. Terry Labonte does pick up the third spot right behind him Randy LaJoy both those cars squeezing by Allenser Jr. who you remember was leading here about two laps ago. Now it's Tommy Kendall going after Unser. This is the race for fifth. And the fifth place race still goes down with Tommy Kendall going down low on the racetrack. Mark Martin still out in front. Bobby Labonte in spot number two. Terry Labonte in spot number three. Meanwhile, Tommy Kendall dives down low to take a look at LaJoy. LaJoy will stay in fourth spot. Terry Labonte went all the way down onto the flat apron of the racetrack. Down the main straightaway, a lap ago to try and take that position away. He got away with it and comes up in third spot as the leaders cross the stripe. Martin, Bobby Labonte, Terry Labonte, couple of car lengths to Randy LaJoy. Then it is Tom Kendall moving Moving into fifth, the race should be for sixth. That's Jeff Gordon going to work on Al Unser Jr. Coming into turn number one. Al Unser trying to hang on to the outside lane. Can't do it for long. Gordon's going to make the move. Dale Jarrett tried to follow his tire tracks down to the inside, but quickly, Unser closed the door on him. He'll hold him off for now. They're all back to single file as Mark Martin continues to lead. And Bobby Labonte now less than half a car length off. Ter Brother Terry Labonte about one car length in back of Bobby. And sitting in that third spot is, or fourth spot is still Randy LaJoy, some five car lengths back. Mark Martin leads them off turn number four. The Labonte brothers go after him as they hit the front straightaway and work their way back toward turn number one. Back in fourth place still is Randy LaJoy, followed by Tommy Kendall and Jeff Gordon. And this looks like short track racing, Joe Moore. A lot of contact going on out there. Certainly so. They're not afraid to stack them up double wide and even try for three wide moves. A couple times we've seen that as they come charging into turn one. Mark Martin shows the way. Bobby Labonte rides along in the second spot. Single file, this time off turn two. Like a rainbow-colored snake, they stay in line as they head down the 2,500-foot back straightaway. Mark Martin having no problem at all, but Bobby Labonte and Terry Labonte getting closer together, trying to get the draft to get up around Martin. Meanwhile, Randy LaJoy still stays in spot number four. 
Field going to come off turn number four down to the start finish line to complete 10 of the 50 laps in today's True Value Firebird IROC Series. Start finish line Mark Martin, Bobby Labonte, Terry Labonte, Randy LaJoy, Tom Kendall. Single file, in fact, all the way back through the 10 cars in the lead draft. Darrell Waltrip has fallen off the lead group. Everybody going single file back to turn one. Makes you think about what some of the drivers said in the first part of our broadcast. You got to conserve tires. You would imagine possibly that's what they're doing now as no one's stepping out of line to pass. Mark Martin continues to lead. It is again single file down the back straightaway. Bobby Labonte now looking towards the inside. Brother Terry trying to move up a little bit. They'll still say single file. Randy LaJoy and Tommy Kendall grouping together. And Jeff Gordon now rounds out the sixth position as they go out of four. And Darrell Waltrip's car way off the pace right now. He has lost the draft entirely as he continues to drop back. Single file, they come down to the line led by Mark Martin, Bobby Labonte, and Terry Labonte. Then Randy LaJoy as they work back into turn number one. That's the best race will be from first back to third. Bobby Labonte peeks for a moment down to the inside of Mark Martin as they charge into the corner, but quickly gets back in line. Terry Labonte in the third spot. There's a couple of car lengths back to Randy LaJoy, who rides in fourth, and Tommy Kendall rounding out the front five. Nobody stepping out of line as they go down the back straightaway. Mark Martin, Bobby Labonte, Terry Labonte, Randy LaJoy, and Tommy Kendall make up your top five. Now Bobby Labonte looks to the inside of Mark Martin. Labonte putting his wheels on the apron. Martin now protects the line. The minute Bobby Labonte pulls out of the inside of Mark Martin and tries to draft by him and they get double wide, the whole field going to be back in a big knot of cars again, the way that the draft seems to be working here at the California Speedway. For now, Bobby patient to stay in line behind Mark Martin and try and keep it from being a 10-car race for the lead. But what was a three-car breakaway is about to become a five-car breakaway. Randy LaJoy back and forth is starting to catch that front trio. Also, Tommy Kendall in fifth closing in on the front three. They're still allowing Mark Martin to go untested as everybody stays in a straight line. But Terry Labonte now gets even closer to brother Bobby. Bobby now right on the rear deck of Mark Martin as they go into three. Randy LaJoy and Tommy Kendall have closed it up a bunch. Jeff Gordon about five car lengths off the back in sixth. And the big gap from the front three back to the rest of the field is shortened as now there's going to be about six cars up in that lead pack. And there will be 36 laps, 37 laps to go as they cross the line. From the California Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Oil keeps your engine running at peak performance. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil for $28.95. Plus, get a $15 O'Reilly gift card and double O rewards points. Extend the life of your vehicle with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limits apply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At the California Speedway, the leaders flash across the start-finish line and complete lap 16 of 50 in the third race of the 1997 True Value Firebird IROC Series. It is Mark Martin took the lead at lap 7. He is out in front now with Bobby Labonte second, Terry Labonte third, Randy LaJoy fourth, Tom Kendall fifth, and Jeff Gordon in sixth, and those six cars would make up the lead group. About 10 car lengths of empty racetrack, back to Al Unser Jr. in seventh, Dale Jarrett in eighth, Dale Earnhardt in ninth, and Jimmy Vassar in tenth. Darrell Waltrip has fallen about a length of a straightaway behind in 11th, and Alex Zanardi is out of the event, and he will be credited with a 12th place finish. 
Big deal here is the draft. If you stay nose to tail, you can gain some ground on the guys that are running ahead of you. A moment ago, it was a three-car breakaway. Now Randy LaJoy has been able to catch up to that lead pack as he goes back into turn number one. But for the moment, everybody seems content. Nobody wants to pull out and pass for the moment, Joe Moore. Front six cars are kind of content for the time being to keep them in single file because that's the way they will tighten up. Now the other four from the uh, seventh spot on back will stay in single file. They'll probably be able to catch the front pack and make the whole field one huge draft. Mark Martin still continues to lead, and every time Bobby Labonte looks to the inside, Mark just follows him down. Same thing happened just now as Bobby Labonte goes to the apron. Brother Terry following him in the orange IROC car, and right behind him is Randy LaJoy, and LaJoy is gaining on him. Those cars tightening up now in the lead group. Jeff Gordon, the sixth place car, falling a few car lengths back off of Tommy Kendall, who is in fifth. You've got LaJoy, Terry Labonte, Bobby Labonte, still dogging Mark Martin back to one. Bobby Labonte, a couple of times coming in at turn one, has peaked to the inside of Mark Martin, but did not feel it was appropriate to make the move for the time being. For the last 10 laps, as a matter of fact, he just stayed there right on the rear deck of Martin's machine. And it continues to be the same as well in turn number three as Mark Martin still leads. Bobby Labonte right behind him. Terry now looks a little bit to the inside. And to the inside of Randy LaJoy looks Tommy Kendall. So Kendall trying to get a move on LaJoy with Jeff Gordon watching everything from the sixth position. Tell you the one thing that makes Mark so tough to get around on any racetrack. He drives exceptionally well by looking in that rear view mirror a lot of time. Doesn't seem to distract him at all as to where what line he needs to take on the racetrack. And every time Bobby has even moved right or left like he's going to put a pass on Mark suddenly shuts the door on him they're back in one Martin tries to come into the corner a little bit wider and I think it gives Bobby the idea that maybe he will go wide and open up the inside lane but once they get into the corner Martin slams it right back down on the inside and Bobby snaps back in line single file again with Mark Martin leading the way down to turn three Bobby Labonte still continues to look for a way around Mark Martin. As you said, every time he goes down to the bottom, there goes Mark Martin. Terry Labonte now looking the situation over, as is Randy LaJoy and Tommy Kendall starting to move up. Leaders will complete the 20th lap of the 50 in the race today. There'll be 30 to go when they come to the start-finish line. Now beginning to have a three-car breakaway. Mark Martin, Bobby Labonte, and Terry Labonte. Couple of car lengths now ahead of Randy LaJoy, who's the fourth-place driver. Here they come back into turn number one. LaJoy tries to tighten up a bit, but again, still losing ground to the front three. Right behind him, Jeff Gordon starts looking at an opportunity of getting by Tommy Kendall. Sees he's not getting anywhere where he is, but for now, we'll settle down and stay in single file. Jeff Gordon continuing to look on the inside. Now Tommy Kendall trying to make a move on Randy LaJoy as they go into turn three. That opens up Terry Labonte's view of Bobby Labonte and Tommy Kendall's going to go underneath. As Kendall went underneath, so did Labonte and Mark Martin was a little high. He'll retain the lead off turn four. Tommy Kendall hangs onto the car, pins it down to the bottom of the racetrack, doesn't lift coming through that corner, but he still has not secured fourth position. Randy LaJoy hangs onto it. They ride door to door. Jeff Gordon's a player in that. He's going to help the car down to the inside as they go back to turn one. Three cars going at it from the fourth spot on back. It'll be Tommy Kendall coming out with the position. Jeff Gordon ends up the meat in the sandwich with Randy LaJoy right behind that trio. They're working on the third position off turn two. And as that happens, Jeff Gordon looks out to try to get around Tommy Kendall. And meanwhile, that race has led the front runners of Martin, Terry Labonte, and Bobby Labonte to pull out a ways. Bobby Labonte currently running second, Terry running third. And in the fourth spot is Jeff Gordon with a good battle going on for spot number five. Jeff Gordon stuck the nose of his Firebird right up onto the back deck of Tommy Kendall's exiting turn two. Kendall went up the racetrack a little. Gordon went by on the inside, down the back straightaway. Now here's a move for the lead. Bobby Labonte looks low under Mark Martin, headed for one. Martin 
Martin can't do a thing. He's up on the outside lane. Bobby Labonte's got the move to the inside. He'll pick up the lead. Now Martin's going to work trying to keep Terry Labonte behind him. He'll be successful in doing that. So Bobby Labonte goes to the front, but Martin only loses one position. Bobby Labonte continues to lead. Mark Martin and Terry Labonte follow him. Now Tommy Kendall dives underneath Randy LaJoy. And coming with him is Dale Jarrett and Al Unser Jr. So things starting to happen in the back of the pack here at the IROC. I think these guys are beginning to get a little bit more secure in the cars now that they've put them a little better than 20 laps on the speedway here. Cars have got to be feeling good. You're seeing more and more guys go door to door racing inside and outside in both ends of this racetrack, particularly up in three and four. There's been two grooves up there, the better part of the race. Now down in one and two, Joe Moore, as the leader Bobby Labonte comes back, that groove's beginning to work up also there where they can run door to door. Taking a little time, although a few have tried to go side by side at this end of the racetrack, but I think you're right, pretty much most everybody stay in single file, keeping tucked on the inside groove down at this end. And as they, we talk about what happening is in turn number two, the same thing going on in turn number three. They are going deeper into the corner. Bobby Labonte leads. Mark Martin in second. Terry Labonte in third. For all the deep driving is coming from Jeff Gordon, Tommy Kendall, and Randy LaJoy. And Alan Sir Jr. started following suit, and he's moved up. Four different drivers have changed the lead four different times as we complete now the 24th lap of this race. They'll see halfway next time by. It is Bobby Labonte out in front now of Mark Martin. The race is going to be for the fourth spot. Jeff Gordon feeling a challenge there. Right behind him is the car of Tommy Kendall. Look for an opportunity to get by. Didn't see it. He'll settle back in in single file. Off turn number two, it's Kendall and LaJoy looking for a way to get by Jeff Gordon, and neither could find a way to do it this time off turn two. On this lap, they stay single file. Now Tommy Kendall looks Jeff Gordon drops down on the racetrack Kendall now working his way trying to hold off the charge of Randall LaJoy meanwhile Bobby Labonte leads Mark Martin and Terry Labonte out of four again it is a three car breakaway at the front of the field the problem is if you're up in that front three and you start racing door to door then the guys behind you if they stay single file suddenly get back up there and you got five or six cars that are running in a pack while the guys in the back have got the same problem, Joe Moore, if they run door to door, the front three get even further away. They're back in one. One of the reasons for keeping them single file, at least in the early stages of the race. Off turn number two, Bobby Labonte shows the way, tries to stretch out the lead, but Martin and Terry Labonte stay right with him. Rest of the field continues single file this time by. Bobby Labonte straight as an arrow in his silver Pontiac Firebird. Getting challenged now by Mark Martin. Terry Labonte goes down low on the racetrack to look at the inside of Martin. Nothing doing there. Meanwhile, Jeff Gordon, Tommy Kendall, and Randy LaJoy settle down. And Allenser Jr. has dropped back two car lengths in the seventh position. For now, it is Bobby Labonte holding off Mark Martin. Here would be a challenge for fourth. Tommy Kendall breaks out of line from behind. Jeff Gordon drops out of the inside. Gordon moves down to block. Kendall moves back up, looks to the outside. He'll not have enough to get alongside, though. He'll stay single file, coming back into turn number one. Again, that fourth place battle settles down with Jeff Gordon hanging on to it. Tommy Kendall gets back in line, realizing if he gets too far out of shape, Randy LaJoy might take a shot at him. And LaJoy continues to pressure on Jeff Gordon as they continue to work now. Here comes Tommy Kendall. Kendall now crosses direction on the racetrack. He goes right up on side of Terry Le or, uh, Randy LaJoy chasing Jeff Gordon. It is very evident they don't want to come out of this draft and lose any track position. Give a lot of credit to Tommy Kendall. He's trying to make things happen back there not willing to sit and just watch things go sour for him he's trying to make something happen either passing inside outside as Randy LaJoy takes a move coming off turn number four he goes all the way to the bottom of the racetrack puts a run on to maybe grab fifth place it won't work in turn one so he couldn't make it stick so he falls back in line in the sixth position again keeping the front three in sight Bobby Labonte Mark Martin Terry Labonte lead the way about 10 car links back to that next pack of three off turn two 
And Tommy Kendall has certainly been the aggressor here in the last few laps as Kendall has tried just about everything to get around Jeff Gordon. Meanwhile, that second pack of cars, four, five, and six of Gordon, Kendall, and LaJoy are starting to catch the lead pack. Try to stay lined up and see if they can't use the draft to run the leaders down as the field works its way down to the start-finish line, completing lap 28 out of 50, leaving us 22 to go. It is Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, and Terry Labonte, the front three, still single file. Coming back into turn number one, here further back in the field, Dale Earnhardt looks for a chance to get by Dale Jarrett. That would be for about the uh, eighth or ninth position, but they too will settle down. Up front still, very tied tightly close together off turn two. Two separate packs of cars of three. Bobby Labonte out in front, Mark Martin in second, and Terry Labonte in third. But the fourth, fifth, and sixth position are where all the action's happening. Tommy Kendall dives down low on the racetrack, trying to take a look at Gordon to go out of four. Randy LaJour follows Tommy Kendall. And they're going to tuck back in single file because the gap between the front three and the second three is beginning to get a little bit shorter each time around as Jeff Gordon and Tommy Kendall try to run them down as they work their way back into turn number one. The laps wind down also. 21 to go. They're back in one. Bobby Labonte leads away, but it's got to be wondering when is the move going to occur? When will Mark Martin try to make that lane open up and open up the field for everybody to come charging by? For now, it's day single file with Bobby Labonte leading the way. Now it's almost a six-car pack as the fourth, fifth, and sixth drivers of Gordon, Kendall, and LaJoy get very close, less than four car lengths. Meanwhile, Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, and Terry Labonte lead the way. Field going to come off turn four, down to the start-finish line, and complete lap number 30 of 50, leaving us 20 to go in the race. Bobby Labonte is the leader. From the California Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Back at the California Speedway, working into the latter stages of today's True Value Firebird IROC race. The second group of three has done a good job of staying in line and running down the front three. Jeff Gordon at the head of that group, but Tommy Kendall, the fourth place driver, thought about making a move on Gordon down the front stretch. Think They're he, in one. I think he thought better of it, realizing they are catching the front three. Suddenly it is a six-car breakaway up front. Gordon wants to get all the drafting help he can to try to get up in the front three and make some moves on the leaders. For now, they're single file on the back straightaway headed for turn three. Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, Terry Labonte, and very close by Jeff Gordon, Tommy Kendall, and Randy LaJoy. That is your top six, and Tommy Kendall has been the aggressor so far. Let's see what happens as they go down the front chute. Tell you what, the driver that's impressing the fans here this afternoon more than anybody is Darrell Waltrip. They're about a straightaway away from catching Darrell Waltrip. He's getting more reaction from the fans when he comes by than the battle for the lead and third and fourth and fifth and everything else going on the racetrack. The lead pack is back in turn one. Bobby Labonte leads the parade back into the corner with Mark Martin hanging on to the second spot. Martin will drift back by a couple of car lengths then tighten up even more. That's what he does this time off the corner. Further back Jeff Gordon peeks out of line. Also Tommy Kendall looks for an opportunity but everybody snaps back in line single file. Single file they come headed into turn number three and Jeff Gordon this time doesn't take a look and Tommy Kendall stays straight in line as Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, Terry Labonte are in the top three positions as they head down out of four. Randy LaJoy, the sixth-place car, got real loose coming off turn four a lap ago. He has done well to hang on to the front five now and stay in that draft as the leaders come to the start-finish line. 35 laps complete, 15 to go. Six cars lined up about nose to tail, headed for the corner. All take an identical line, coming into turn number one, dropping down to the inside groove of the racetrack, then swinging it up wide near the outside wall. Here back in the sixth position, Randy LaJoy now steps out of line momentarily, took a shot at Tommy Kendall, but then gets back in line behind him. And the one who's got to be thinking when it's going to happen now is Bobby Labonte. And just as soon as that happens, Jeff Gordon goes down low. Tommy Kendall trying to go to the outside of Jeff Gordon. 
but Bobby Labonte knows it's coming. He just doesn't know when. Well, if you can get six cars real close together, things can happen in a hurry, because usually when somebody pulls out to pass, somebody else will do it too, and that's exactly what's happening right now. The scramble's going to be for fourth place as they cross the line. Tommy Kendall grabs it. Jeff Gordon tries to go around on the outside and work his way back into turn number one. Good race there for fourth place. Gordon loses the position, though, as Randy LaJoy gets by and makes the move. Now Gordon's going to try to come back and regain the spot. In turn number two, Gordon drives down to the inside lane of the racetrack, sees he can't make it stick. He falls back in line in the sixth position. And again, the lead pack pulls out a few car lengths due to all the racing that's going on. You got to believe if you get out of this draft, you're going to sink the three cars back behind you. Meanwhile, Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, and Terry Labonte have stayed in line. All the shuffling has been in the second group of three, and that's cost them some track position. They have fallen off the bumper a little bit of the front three. Here's Mark Martin looking down to the inside of Bobby Labonte off of four. Bobby moves down to block. Mark will stay in line. Question, I think it'll be an interesting one to debate over the final 10 laps. Terry Labonte's the guy that's going to help Mark draft past Bobby Labonte if he's going to get by. So does Terry do that? The only way he's going to have a shot to win is if he gets up to the second spot, maybe puts Bobby back behind him to help him draft by. We'll see how all that brotherly stuff plays out over the final few laps. 13 to go. Fields headed for three. And Bobby Labonte still continues to lead. Nothing changing up front, but a lot of looking and shoving going on on the back three cars, or actually fourth, fifth, and sixth. They're the only ones moving around on the racetrack. And Darrell Waltrip, who has lost the draft way early this afternoon, now looks back in the mirror, and they're about a half a straightaway from catching him as he works his way back into one. Currently, Waltrip rides along in 11th. Bobby Labonte is the leader. Mark Martin, second. Terry Labonte's third. Tommy Kendall's fourth. Randy LaJoy is fifth, followed by Jeff Gordon back in sixth. Then Al Unser, Jr. Dale Jarrett rides seventh and eighth. It's Dale Earnhardt and Jimmy Vassar back in ninth and tenth, and Darrell Waltrip is 11th. The lead pack goes off turn number two and down the back straightaway. Bobby Labonte continues to lead. Brother Ter Terry Labonte right behind Mark Martin, who is in second place. A Labonte sandwich. They stay single file. Meanwhile, Tommy Kendall now driving in deeper into turn three. And Kendall trying to make up some time. He's pulling Randy LaJoy with him. Here comes the field off of turn number four. Mark Martin gets a good run up off the corner. He will stay in line behind Bobby Labonte as the leaders come down to the stripe. Click off lap number 39, 11 to go. Lap traffic ahead now as Bobby Labonte has Mark Martin and Terry Labonte tracking him toward the 10 lap to go signal. Got to figure maybe the front runners are looking ahead of that lap traffic, the Darrell Waltrip car, and thinking maybe that's going to be the pick. Maybe that'll be the time when we try to make the move. They're not too but a few laps from catching Darrell Waltrip as they head down to turn three now. Well, they're going to have to have something up in front go awry because these cars are so evenly matched. It's very obvious. The front three cars hammering it down the back straightaway into turn number three, not able to gain a position. Where the positions are being gained is in spots four, five, and six. And right now, Tommy Kendall is in spot number four. As the leaders come off turn number four, they're about to catch Darrell Waltrip's car. They're within about 15 car lengths of catching him. Now, Darrell's going to give them plenty of racing room. You can bet on that as they go back to turn number one and the laps are winding down. Bobby Labonte leads the way, getting closer and closer to the rear deck of Darrell Waltrip's car. Mark Martin sees that car closing in as well. Bobby Labonte also in the planning stage now in the closing laps. Here they go wide to get by DW off turn two. They stay single file. DW still in the line. Now he drops down to the apron of the racetrack. Meanwhile, Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, and Terry Labonte still in line. Tommy Kendall and Randy LaJoy have hooked up together. Jeff Gordon drops another car length off the pace. 
Bobby Labonte goes to the outside of Darrell Waltrip in turn four to put DW a lap down, his car off the pace for the last good portion of the race. And that move, having to kind of pick his way around the lap traffic, has brought fourth, fifth, and sixth up to the front three now, making a six-car race for the top spot with nine laps to go. The rest of those cars in that lead pack now making the move by Darrell Waltrip. Here's Randy LaJoy pulling up alongside DW. He's back in the fifth spot, nearly makes contact with Darrell. Jeff Gordon as well goes wide to get by, so all the front six machines have cleared the lap traffic. And it's as close as they've been all race long. Meanwhile, Terry Labonte still leads Mark Martin right behind him. Terry Labonte less than three feet off the back deck of Mark Martin. Then you've got Tommy Kendall about two and a half car lengths back, and Randy LaJoy and Jeff Gordon are hooking up in fifth and sixth. Well, if anybody's going to make a move, they've got about eight laps to get it done in as they come back down to the line because that's what's left in the IROC race here this afternoon with Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, and Terry Labonte, the top three, and closing in in a hurry back there in fourth place is Tommy Kendall. They're all within striking distance over in turn two. It was a six-car breakaway a while back. Now among that six uh, bunch of cars up front, it's broken up a good bit from Terry Labonte, the third-place car, back to Tommy Kendall, several car lengths. Then Randy LaJoy a little further back as one car goes wide. Jimmy Vassar nearly tags the wall here in turn two but makes a great save. And Vassar continues to head on single file down, though some car lengths back. The only driver that's making a lot of moves and has done it all race long is Tommy Kendall. Outside, inside, and in the middle, Kendall trying to get up to close to Terry Labonte. Be seven laps to go this time when Bobby Labonte crosses the stripe. Terry Labonte, the third place driver, has looked a couple of times around Mark Martin as they've gone to turn one. Terry right now, though, about a car length off Martin's back deck as Mark tries to find a way to get the lead. Right for the time being, coming back to turn one, they all stay single file. Back Tommy Kendall in the fourth position, hoping for some drafting help from Randy LaJoy so they can get among the front three. For now, they're separated from the front trio by several car lengths. They're still single file as they head into turn number three. Bobby Labonte still out in front and might even be commanding at this point. Mark Martin hasn't been able to do anything with him. Meanwhile, Terry Labonte looks down low to the inside and Tommy Kendall makes up a couple of more car lengths in the apex of turn three. Well, this could be a three-car shootout or it could be a six-car shootout as they come down to the line, depending if that second three cars can get up there and latch onto the draft and have a run at the leader in the final closing laps here as they work their way back into turn number one. Bobby Labonte takes them back in the gap now between third and fourth. It's about four car lengths. Here they come back into the corner. Bobby Labonte takes the same line has been running the first part of this race. Right behind him, Mark Martin now dropping a little bit lower off turn two. Martin just slipped to the outside momentarily but got back in line right behind in the second spot. Terry Labonte did the exact same thing Mark Martin did. He took a look down low and as soon as Mark Martin came back up the racetrack, so did Terry Labonte. Now Labonte dives to the inside. Mark Martin waits. Labonte tries to get up on his rear deck but it's still Bobby Labonte leading the way. There'll be five laps to go now as the leaders come to the start-finish line. 45 complete, five left in the race. Does Mark Martin have anything to get around Bobby Labonte? Will Terry Labonte help him draft past his younger brother? Five to go, field to one. Single file turn back in the fourth position Tommy Kendall trying to tighten up and get into this battle for the lead he steals some three car links back behind Terry Labonte Randy LaJoy back at the sixth spot Jeff Gordon also following that train off turn two Bobby Labonte continues to lead Mark Martin now looks a little bit to the inside Terry Labonte follows Mark Martin but Tommy Kendall has found a way to move up closer to Terry Labonte about two car lengths off of Labonte and Kendall's aggressiveness is taking him up towards the front there are still five cars within striking distance of winning the event here at the new California Speedway this afternoon wouldn't that be some feather in Bobby Labonte's cap if he could pull this thing off and win this afternoon filling his in for Robbie Gordon and jumping in the race car and going out there and beating the best in the business his first ever start in the IROC series Labonte a late 
day fill in. Right now he's got his hands full as Mark Martin is on his back deck with four to go in two. Martin tightens it up, now peeks to the inside, drops to the lower groove. This might be the chance. Martin finally pulls up alongside Bobby Labonte for the lead. And Mark Martin is going to get that lead. Now Bobby Labonte drag races him into three. Who's going to go in deeper? It's going to be Mark Martin with the advantage, but Bobby Labonte continues to run side by side with Mark Martin. Martin now pushes Labonte up to turn four. They come off the corner exactly door to door. That has allowed the third and fourth place cars to tighten up. We may have a three-way scramble for the lead as Terry Labonte had thoughts of diving to the inside. Mark goes down underneath Bobby Labonte. They almost get together. They're back in one. Bobby had to figure this was going to happen sometime. Now's when it's going to happen. Mark Martin goes to the inside lane, finally clears him and takes over the lead. Now Terry Labonte goes after his brother. Terry to the inside of Bobby Labonte. This is the race for second side by side. And Labonte stays down low trying to get by brother Bobby Labonte as Mark Martin's got a half a car length lead as they dive down into three. Meanwhile, Randy LaJoy now is getting in back of Labonte and trying to get underneath Bobby Labonte. It is tightening up here at the California Speedway. Double wide for second and third, fourth and fifth. Now Terry Labonte will swing up in front of his brother Bobby and take over second right on the back deck of Mark Martin. Down to the start finish line. Across the stripe. 48 laps complete. Two to go. Terry Labonte looks outside for the race lead as they head to one. Terry is strong driving into the outside of Mark Martin and he's up alongside. As a matter of fact, gets by on the outside lane, picks off the top spot, but Martin charges back on the inside of the racetrack. Again, they're dead even for the lead. Bobby Labonte's going to make it three wide. Side by side as they come down the back straightaway. Mark Martin with the advantage, but here comes Bobby Labonte and Tommy Kendall. Kendall goes by Terry Labonte. Bobby Labonte dives to the inside. Mark Martin will have the lead, and here comes Tommy Kendall working on the outside of Bobby Labonte, and Kendall has problems. Kendall gets way up high, goes out against the wall, scrubs it, keeps the car in a straight line and did a heck of a job of keeping from picking up four or five more cars. Across the line, white flag is out for Mark Martin. He heads for turn one. Mark Martin, the series point leader, shows why he's leading the way. Coming back into turn number one for the final time. But Bobby Labonte still with something to show him. Bobby's riding along in the second spot, trying to get close enough to make a move. Right behind Terry Labonte, he sits in the third spot as they exit turn two. Single file they go. Tommy Kendall has an opportunity, or Tommy Kendall now doesn't have an opportunity like he did earlier in the race. And Mark Martin Martin puts a great move on Bobby Labonte. Labonte went to the inside. Martin took him all the way up to the top of the racetrack. Mark Martin will hold him off as they come out of four. Mark Martin gets a good charge up off turn four. One last try for Bobby Labonte. He is not going to be able to pull up alongside. And for the fourth time in the last IROC series races, Mark Martin is going to go to victory lane. He wins round three of the 97 IROC series here at California today by a couple of feet over Bobby Labonte. Terry Labonte finishes third. It'll be Randy LaJoy fourth and Jeff Gordon fifth. We'll hear from race winner Mark Martin in just a moment. From the California Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Back at the California Speedway, Mark Martin has just rolled his Pontiac Firebird into victory lane as the winner of round three of the True Value Firebird IROC Series in 1997. Mark's fourth win in the last five IROC Series races. He will extend his lead in the IROC Championship standings heading to the final race in Michigan on July 27th. We'll hear from Mark in a moment. First, let's go to Winston Kelly. Well, with Bobby Labonte. Bobby, if you can remember those last three or four laps, all the bobbing and weaving, that was some exciting racing. Well, yeah, I, I tell you what, I, I wish I could have uh, helped this orange car out a little bit more, but uh, we kind of got shuffled around there. Mark was a little too quick for us off two. I, I was pushing a little bit more off two than I was four. That's weird because all week long I was better off two than four. But anyway, just uh, the cars ran great and had a real fast silver Pontiac. 
You made a real good run on Mark to get the lead there, middle part of the race. Yeah, it, this thing would really go down a straightaway. It seemed like it was uh, pretty fast, so uh, I think I, you know, it just seemed like it uh, drafted up real well, and he got me through off, off a of turn two. It really went down down the draft, down the straightaway. So, but it was uh, a lot of fun for the first time. And for the first time, and Bobby Labonte comes home in second. And for Bobby Labonte, he will edge his brother Terry at the start-finish line for the runner-up position. Looking back through the finishing order, it'll be Randy LaJoy uh, finishing in fourth with Jeff Gordon fifth, Al Unser Jr. in sixth, Tom Kendall seventh, Dale Jarrett eighth, Dale Earnhardt ninth, Jimmy Vassar tenth, Darrell Waltrip eleventh, and Alex Zanardi finished in the twelfth position. So Mark Martin is in victory lane celebrating a win here at the California Speedway today. Jim Phillips is with the race winner down in victory lane. Well, first, congratulations, Mark, and tell us about the pass for the win. Well, you know, uh, it, Bobby was really strong there. I couldn't hold him back when he got by me. I did everything I could to keep him behind me, but I couldn't. At there at the end, you know, uh, you know, I was kind of counting points on one hand, and on the other hand, I, I knew that I had to stay on the gas or Earnhardt would have been... Uh, trying to slip up on me. So I really kind of tried to press Bobby in the corners, the last couple of corners there. And, and sure enough, we squeezed under him. And once I started under him, I had to go for it. You know, uh, I knew that there was a chance that I could drop back as far as about fifth by trying to make the pass, but I just had to go for it. So uh, it was pretty dicey and there for a minute. I wasn't sure it was going to work for me, but uh, we stuck with it real hard and made it work. Where did you have the advantage on him going in or coming off the corner? My car was real fast in the middle of the corner, and Bobby Labonte's car was real fast down the straightaway, and it looked like Earnhardt's car was just about, you know, paired up with my race car. Uh, and, uh, you know, I knew that uh, he was back there. I knew he was going to go for it himself, but I was hoping he'd go with me, you know, going after Bobby, and it kind of worked. Uh, then he wound up on the outside of me going into turn one down there. So uh, it was a good, hard race, and I just want to thank everybody at IROC. And Goodyear had a tire spectacular. The last lap was probably faster than the first lap. So... You know, I rock all these guys, Dodge and True Value, and uh, I mean uh, Pontiac, I'm sorry. Uh, Pontiac and all these guys, it's just, uh, it's a great series. It's good to be a part of it, and, and uh, I really appreciate being a part of it. Congratulations to Mark Martin. He wins at California. So Mark Martin takes the lead with two laps to go and holds on to score his fourth win in the last five IROC Series races. He will hold on to the championship standings and extend his advantage as the series moves to the Michigan Speedway on July the 27th for the finale of the 1997 True Value Firebird IROC Series. Again, Mark Martin the winner, Al Unser Jr., excuse me, uh, Second was Bobby Labonte, Terry Labonte was third, Randy LaJoy was fourth, Jeff Gordon rounded out the top five, Al Unser Jr. finished sixth. And that is a wrap on Motor Racing Network's coverage of the True Value Firebird IROC Series from the California Speedway. Saying good evening, this broadcast a production of MRN Radio, a division of International Speedway Corporation. This has been MRN Classic Races, presented by Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR and brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Join us every Thursday for more classic races from the MRN Vault.